Oof. Spicy. Recording is in progress, apparently. We're here. We're back. We are. With our um, new technical director, Susan Cow. Oh, yeah. Good old Susan Cow. Yeah. Um, It's a new day as well for the Pit of Chimps. It is. Um, New setup, new owners. I know we explained this last time, but I feel like after what happened last during the recording or previous to the recording of the last episode, I feel like I need to just go over it again in my own head. Just to because try all... and get to get to grips with it and, and come to terms with, with what's happened. Well, yeah, maybe, well, maybe I should just explain right off the bat um, what happened the previous episodes so the listeners can understand. So obviously we, you know, before every, we, we record every episode, we go to Craig's bar. Of course. Um, it's, a tradition. it's tradition, really, yeah. Uh, anyone who's just listening, Craig's Bar is, uh, well, you should know, but it's the finest establishment in the world, I believe, officially. It's a classy joint, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so we go there for our their specialty cocktails before recording uh, every episode, the Dog Dirt Mud Slides. Mm-hmm. The Pork Mojito. The Pork Mojito, yeah. And um, so, yeah, we had one of them, as we do. And then when we started recording, I started feeling a bit, bit odd a bit mm. lightheaded and it turns out i'm pretty sure they spiked me and Wait. i think we well this is i don't know but um after we finished recording i was uh sequitin is that a word so what's the word i'm looking for sequitin yeah uh liquids out of every orifice oof um and you know that is normal after a visit to craig's bar yeah but it was much worse in this case. There was mm. vomit, uh, fecal matter, Oof. Uh, urine, urinal matter, mm-hmm. uh, s- semen uh, mm-hmm. was spewing out of places, tears coming out of my tear ducts. And not necessarily out of the usual orifices that they would come out of. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I was pissing tears. <laughs> um, it was terrible. So I'm pretty sure they spiked me. Sounds like it. Or the, I mean, to be fair, we've all had that experience when we've been to Craig's Bar. So it is part of the experience. To be fair, what's well, part you of this to sign a waiver? It's part of the deluxe package, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I just can't really remember anything that happened. So I'm just going over in my head still. We're in the new ownership from a uh, Lewis. What's his name? Figo. It was Figo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is effectively really the the first show back. The last one wasn't canon, let's say. Yeah, it was a spin-off. Yeah, it was a it was a yeah, not official. Yeah. Um but it's like um the original Casino Royale. But yeah. Yeah. It was the best one, but you know, not official. Yeah. Okay. So should we make a a start with um <laughs> some some legit sponsors that we have? Yeah, go on, go ahead. Including Nigel. We're now sponsored by Nigel. Apparently. Mm. Have um, we been sponsored by Nigel before? No, um, our new uh, technical director, uh, Susan Cow, uh, got us that deal. Oh, she's um, part of the mark- Yeah, she's part of the marketing team. Um, and she uh, managed to get us a deal with Nigel. Um, but we're also sponsored by Infinite Bathtubs, um, mm. the most disappointing shop around. Um, they're copy that they sent me reads um, our rude staff will make you feel unwelcome our abusive prices will leave you feeling angry and we're rarely open so you'll um, barely ever be able to shop here 
but thank you for choosing Infinite Bathtubs. Oh, well, I look forward to, um, well, probably not going there, but it's well, nice that they got involved anyway. Yeah, just on the off chance that they're open. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Any other sponsors? Oh, of course. Um, I'll read this one verbatim. So, hi there. Looking for a way to scam your friends and family? Then welcome to Greg's Lovely Scams. Uh, we've got an alarming array of scams guaranteed to make you unwell. It's barely legal. We've got scams. Uh, we've got all sorts of scams from the classic bait and switch to the more sophisticated phishing scams. That's P-H-I-S. H-I-N-G. Um, we're experts at scamming people and we're always looking for new victims. So come on down to Greg's Lovely Scams where you're guaranteed to get scammed uh, open 24-7. Oh, is that Greg as in the Greg, do you think, from Craig's Bar? It might be. Mm. might be the Greg. Well, it sounds good anyway. I mm. mean, I've, I've already been. I haven't I've, yet. I'm in the process of a successful scam as Oof. we speak. Nice. So I look forward to seeing how that turns out. Sounds good to me. Um, we're also sponsored by Big, 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 Big Fella, as usual. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you, got any, you got any sponsors in, in, in the works? No sponsors, but uh, we do still have uh, Timothy Spall here oh, okay. in the studio. So last week, I, I this is one thing I do remember. Uh, we've introduced a new segment. We've got actor, famous British Shakespearean actor, Timothy Spall. Mm-hmm. He's sat in a corner. Uh, we've got a pianist next to him playing some music. Oof. And every now and then throughout the show, we're just going to go over and hear some words of wisdom from Timothy Spall. Oh, that sounds good. So uh, should we should we go over to him now? Yeah, why not? Okay, let's see what he's got to say. I think, well, actually, it's a bit like being a sort of cage fighter for a while. Drink is cage fighting, isn't it? If you like it and you love it and you explore it to such a degree that I did, that there's a certain shelf life where you can't carry on. It's it's a bit like seeing a 60-year-old cage fighter, unless you were a superhero, would be wrong, or a downhill racer. Something you have to just say, that was what I did. There we go. So interesting. So get on down to Timothy Spall's Cage Fighting Emporium. <laughs> yeah. Open twenty four seven. Uh so a new sponsor there. Um and we're also sponsored by um are you looking for a place to get illegal medical procedures then? Uh, then look no further than Dr. Roy Morb's clinic. We've been sponsored by Dr. Roy Morb before, as you may remember. Yeah. Great um, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, They offer a wide variety of procedures that are not available at your average clinic, and they're always discreet. So if you're looking for a place to get a nose relocation, you know, the one you've always wanted, or the pregnancy of your dreams, then come to Dr. Roy Morb's clinic and he'll fix you right up. Uh, Dr. Roy Morb is licensed in up to and including three countries worldwide, so you know you're getting bang for your buck. Uh, Roy Morb's clinic, take it easy. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, very exciting. I might get, what was it? The special, the pregnancy of your dreams. Yeah, or a nose relocation. They're the yeah. uh, two house specials at the moment. I might pop down there later. Why not get a cheeky nose relocation before uh, Craig's Bar? Yeah, lush. Why wouldn't you? Well, um, should we, uh, are there, have we got any fruit rankings this time around? I know last time we didn't because we've had some issues. Um, no, I don't think we did get any this week, I'm afraid. Oh, what's going on with the fruit board is, uh, 
Well, it's, our really new, it's our new management, isn't it? They're not getting, you know, the the right stuff, let's say. Yeah. It's not as high a priority as it used to be, I suppose. Times have changed. It isn't. I do it's, have a poem, yeah. though, if you like a poem. Oh, yes, please. Can I have some classy poem music? Uh, yep. Yeah, let's just line something up for you here. <laughs> I am a vending machine, pregnant with a human man. He is growing inside me. I do not know what to do, scared and alone. No one will help me. I don't know how this happened, but I know I must find a way to raise this child on my own. Wow. Mm. Thank you. Very provocative. Yeah. Um, it's about a vending machine that's pregnant with a human man. Oh, did you write that yourself? I did. Oh, very good. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I think now it's time to go over to one of our new features. Okay. It's uh, the TV and film news. Oof, okay. Well, I have, so I'll try and get, let's have some music. Here we go. Get a little bed for this. A nice TV and film news e Okay, so here's some uh, exciting film news that I heard about today. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, the new uh, James Bond film has been announced. Oof. It's um, going to star Dale Winton as Ooh, James Bond. That's spicy. Uh, it's going to be called The Man with the Inflatable Banana. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, it's going to co-star Dale's real-life wife, Nell McAndrew, mm-hmm. as Spicy McGee. Of course. Uh, Tim Allen as Money Penny. Ooh. Ainsley Harriet, inspired. yeah, uh, Ainsley Harriet as Blofeld, <laughs> nice, and um, of course Liza Minnelli will be reprising her role as the Aston Martin. Ooh, very exciting there. Um, some other TV news: there's a new dating show. Mm. There can never be enough that. dating shows. Is yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just gonna put some different music. I've got to concentrate with that. Uh, here we go. Let's turn this down a bit. There we go, light jazz. That's a bit better. There we go. That's a bit... Yeah. Um, like an old menu from Gran Turismo or something. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what you want. Um, of course. Here we go. So, yeah, like you say, not enough dating shows. And there's a new one uh, called Celebrity Affairs. Ah. Um, so what happens with this? One member of a real couple will watch as their partner has sex with a variety of attractive celebrities. Um, at the end of each session they get to choose one celebrity to marry who they'll then be contractually obliged to stay with them for the rest of their life, thus ending their previous relationship. Mm. Um, The sexy celebrities taking part in the first episode will include Eamon Holmes, uh, Phil Tufnell, Sandy Toxvig, Of course, the new host of Gladiators. Yeah. And uh, Caroline from Series 1 of Big Brother. (laughs) Nice. Big Brother UK, that is. Yeah. Uh, so that's very exciting. I look forward to that. I think that's going to be starting uh, next summer. So something to look forward to. Um, and finally, there's a new chat show. Uh, Clive Anderson's Massive Cock. <laughs> um, the show is hosted by Clive Anderson and features a giant cockerel. Every time the cockerel crows, a different member of the audience will be interviewed by Clive about their occupation, hobbies and relationship status. Meanwhile, celebrity chef Anthony Royal Thompson will be cooking a full English breakfast 
At the end of the show, Clive will eat the breakfast while listening to Kiss FM. Hmm. I like that. That's, that so sounds like a really go. good one. Some exciting new films and TV shows for you to enjoy there. Look forward to. Hmm. That sounds really entertaining. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, him eating the breakfast. Yeah, that is the highlight of the show. Mm-hmm. I remember there used to be a show called The Big Breakfast where um, Chris Evans and Gary Roslin used to just eat a massive breakfast mm. in silence and then the episode would end and then they do that on like Monday through Friday. Yeah, it was really good. It's funny you mentioned Gabby Roslin actually because uh, she might be coming up in some some uh, film news later on in the show actually. Huh. Uh, I've got some actual news reports if you'd like to hear some news reports. Oh, yes, please. Okay, so um, this is the news. So um, a group of secret individuals have made a promise to UNICEF uh, to create a rancid pork legacy. Um, the group, which calls itself the Pork Rancid Rancidification Collective, has vowed to create as much pork rancidity as possible in order to uh, make the world a better place for future generations. Uh, the collective's members believe that pork rancidity is a powerful weapon against the forces of evil. Uh, by making pork rancid, they hope to make it less palatable to people who might otherwise enjoy eating it. Um, in addition, mm-hmm. they believe that the, uh, the stench of rancid pork will discourage people from taking up the practice of eating pork altogether. Um, the collective has already begun to take action and they have secretly been adding pork to public um, water supplies um, and leaving it to um, leaving it out in the sun to rot, basically. Um, they've also been spreading pork fat on door handles and door knobs in public uh, places. I don't know if you've ever come across any of that yet, but I have actually, yeah. Yeah, so that that's who is behind that. Um, their ultimate goal is to make pork so rancid that it can no longer be eaten by anyone ever. Um, they believe that this will ultimately lead to the end of the pork industry and that it will be a good thing for the environment for and for the animals that are raised for you know pork products. Um, so far the collective's actions have not been discovered by the authorities. Um and it's only a matter of time before they get caught. Um, when they are caught, of course, they will be sure to face stiff penalties. Um, but in the meantime, they will continue to work towards their goal of making the world a better place, one stinky piece of pork at a time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Well, I personally uh, hate pork, so yeah. I'm happy about this. Mm-hmm. Very good. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm vegan, so I don't eat that anyway myself so um in, in other news um a man was found trapped inside a dove in south america um the man who has not been identified uh, was found after the bird was accidentally killed by a hunter um it is unclear how the man got inside the bird but it is believed that he may have been trying to escape from something uh, the man was taken to hospital for treatment and is expected to recover oh hmm. was it I don't know if you've heard the new Black Star album, but I do you think it was uh, Mo's Def who was trapped in there, now known as Yasin B? Maybe. That's, that's a, a theory that you might want to go and post on Reddit. Mm. Mm. Throughout the album, for some reason, he keeps making like little bird noises, like <laughs> on like every track. <laughs> oh well, maybe that's maybe that is what what happened there. Yeah. Um, in other news, I've got more news. Um, Susan, not to be confused with our new um, head of marketing, Susan Cow, 
Um, so Susan, the 100, uh, the 100 foot tall woman who was promised to eradicate humanity by 2027 is by, is a byproduct of Fiegel Corp's human genome project. I don't know if you've uh, you heard anything about this. Yeah. Well, being owned by Fiegel Corp, I, I did see a, a fax the other day that was sent to us. Mm-hmm. She's 100 foot tall. She's promised to eradicate humanity by 2027. So um, she is said to be unstoppable and her only weakness appears so far to be Cherry Lambrini. Um, Fiegel Corp's Human Genome Project was meant to create the perfect human being. Um, however, something went wrong and instead, of, and instead they created Susan. So Susan, again, is a 100 foot tall woman with the strength of 10 men. Um, wow. She is said to be immune to all weapons and is determined to wipe out humanity. Um, she has been dubbed the destroyer of worlds and has caused widespread panic. Um, she has vowed to destroy all humans by 2027, and there appears to be nothing that can stop her. Um, what she is it lo- she wants to do again? Um, eradicate all humans. Oh, okay. Um, her only weakness is Cherry Lambrini. I don't know if I've mentioned that already, um, <laughs> okay. which is a sparkling wine um, that she is fond of. Um, mm. Figo Corp um, have been quite lackluster in their attempts to stop Susan so far, um, but the world's top minds are working to create what's called a Cherry Lambrini bomb. Um, the future, as I'm sure you'll agree, looks bleak for humanity. Um, and if the Lambrini doesn't work, there is unfortunately no way um, to stop Susan. Yeah. Mm. But in more lighthearted news, um, a statue of Ted Danson was uh, unveiled in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan today. About bloody time. Yeah. Um, so the four mile high statue of the actor um, it depicts him naked and it also whistles the theme tune to Cheers 24-7. Wow. Um, the unveiling was attended by literally tens of people who cheered and clapped as the statue was revealed. Uh, Ted Danson himself was there. And he seemed to be very pleased with the statue. Um, he is quoted as saying, it's amazing. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Um, the statue will be a permanent fi- uh, fixture in Saskatoon, and it is sure to be a popular tourist attraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, very, I'll put you in. Uh, now over to you with the stocks. I believe you have the stocks. Yes, here we go. Some stock news. Uh, the pan-European dildo 600 provisionally closed down by 1% which means Michael Jackson's squeaky clean resume fell by 2.3%. Uh, this lead loses, uh, this lead losses, what? That doesn't make any sense. This lead losses most sectors and uh, major Fodzy Dodgers slid into negative arse cracks. Uh, Craig's mm-hmm. Bar co-owner Turnip will announce her big interest rate decision on Wednesday afternoon with markets largely expecting former Liverpool striker Ian Rush to hike rates by half a percentage point as he looks to rein in inflation, along with announcing a plan to get a long-awaited perm. Mm. Uh, Some bloke called Steve remains a key driver of individual share price movement in Europe, with Volkswagen, Unicredit and 00043854646498 among those reporting their results on Wednesday. And I've just gotten news that all bets are now off. Mm. Is that the stocks? That's the stocks. And now back to me with the weather. Um, So as Storm Nigel approaches, uh, Delaware is bracing for impact. 
the storm is expected to bring high winds and heavy rains, which could wipe the state off the map altogether. Um, citizens have been advised to be as much parsley as possible in order to ward off the storm. Um, the weather today is deemed smoky bacon. Uh, we've got cheese lightning, deluxe rain, and windy pops. Um, that's right, cheese lightning. So it's a type of lightning that forms um, when hot cheese rises and then cools in the atmosphere, uh, creating mm. a swirly cheese-like substance. Um, as for the deluxe rain, it's a bit like regular rain, but it's much more luxurious. Um, it's made up of tiny little molten diamonds that fall from the sky and land. They float down and land gently upon your skin. Um and of course, the windy pops are just like regular old wind, um, but with a faint uh, sort of beef aroma every now and again. Um, and now um, on to the cake recipe. Um, so the cake is made with a horse bile, human teeth, and four bags of sugar. Um, might not sound appetizing, but trust me, the cake is delicious. Uh, the bile gives the cake a rich chocolatey flavor, and the teeth add a spectacular crunch. Um, the sugar makes it nice and sweet. So if you're looking for a cake recipe that's both delicious and unique, this is the recipe for you. Um, so the ingredients include uh, one cup of margarine, uh, one cup of horse bile, one, four bags of sugar, uh, two tablespoons of human teeth, uh, two cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of baking soda, one cup of soy milk, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Um, so the directions... You preheat the oven to 350 degrees F um, right, yeah. or 175 degrees C. Uh, then you grease and flour one 9 by 13 inch baking pan. Um, in the large porcelain bowl, uh, you cream together the margarine and the sugar until fluffy and then add the horse bile, the human teeth, and, and then you just mix it well. Um, and then you sift in the flour. Uh, quest. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I accept your quest. Okay, cool. Um, okay. You ready? I, I am ready. Have I was you accepted born, the quest? Um, accepted in quests. Okay. The quest has been accepted, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Okay. The quest is accepted. It's like uh, the heat is on, but the quest is on. The quest is on. Exactly. Um, okay, so here's the quest. Quest. You might not believe it, but the curliest sausage on Uranus, the planet, is made of children's dreams. That's right, dreams. Not just any old dreams, but the most special, magical dreams of children all across the solar system. Um, this sausage is said to be absolutely curly, um, with a flavor that is out of this world. It is said to be so good that even the most jaded of adults will be transported back to their childhood dreams with just one bite. Um, the curliest sausage on Uranus is made by a company called Figo Corp Galactic Sausages. Um, and they have a very special process for making the sausage. So first, they collect the most special dreams of children from all over the solar system. Um, and then they infuse those dreams into a sausage casing um, using a special process, um, which they call um, like a, they use like a gaping machine, they call it. Um, and, and unfortunately... However, they are out of children's dreams. They don't have any children's dreams um, in, in their warehouse. Um, and also the gaping machine is broken. Um, so the CEO of Figo Corp Galactic Sausages, uh, Louis Figo, who's also the owner of us now, um, needs you to float around basically aimlessly in the solar system 
and you don't have a rocket pack or anything like that. Um, and he just needs you to go around harvesting all the dreams and, um, you know, gaping yourself infinitely towards the sun. Um, he says you are the last hope. Uh, so do you accept the quest? Well, I've already accepted the quest. Okay. And, and um, what is the success percentage? Oh, I haven't. Let's just do the calculations here. You've got the fact I've got to calculate the dreams, the broken gaping machine, the sausage. I'm in space with no, i got no kits, no? Am I naked in space? Yeah, you're just floating around. There's no rocket pack or nothing. No clothes. The only thing oh, you have is just a, something to protect you from, like, exploding. Oh. Um, okay. Well, with all that, in taking all that into account, um, the success percentage for this quest is going to be... 39%. Impressive. Very low. Mm. It's lower than usual. If I wasn't having to hold my microphone today, I, I would applaud you, but I can't. Mm. There we go. Um, on that note, speaking of um, quests, should we and sausages? Should we see what Timothy Spool has got to say? Should we go back over to him? What about Questlove? Co- yeah, and Questlove. I think he's playing the piano actually. Oh, okay then. Go Let's see it. what they're. The same. After you've eaten too much, so that goes away. I mean, I, I, I always had this. I said to somebody, well, you could. There was a device that you could swallow a carrier bag and just leave the corner out of your mouth and eat every like, eat as much as you're going to just pull, enjoy it and pull it out, empty it and stick it back in again. So you actually got all the blood. You just pull it out, empty it, so you'd never get full. Can I have? I did forget because you remind me, Rave Judge, so many things. Just to finish it off, and um, the, the... there we go, Timothy Spall, there, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Amazing. I think uh, Questlove, who was playing piano, was uh, giggling along there in the background. So yes, yeah. he did find that very funny. That amusing anecdote there from <laughs> yeah, Tim S. Tim S. Um, speaking of Questlove uh, and music, I've got mm. another exclusive new track from a, a big name last episode we had a new track from jay-z and i'm excited to say this week i've got a new track it's the comeback single from oasis oh okay uh, the band oasis uh liam and noel and uh big big z big z big z um do you want to hear it <laughs> big z yeah okay yeah go for it <laughs> yeah. here we go this is the new comeback single uh from Oasis.
It's wow. the comeback. It's the comeback. I didn't know I needed. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Very good. They're, single, back to their, they're back to their best. Yeah. I think it's called Sunshine. They're back to their 2006 peak. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Well, look forward to hearing more from them. <laughs> yeah. They sound like a new fresh band. <laughs> yeah. Hot off the press. Never heard anything like that before. Very no. tight as well. That was mm. the one thing with Oasis. They were always very t- tight. They seem to be very together. Mm. Great production as well. Mm. Um, I've just, see- just received a fax. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it is the Fruit Rankings. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. They've just uh, been faxed over to me. I'm fairly excited to see what you're capable of. Yeah, mm. there we go. Okay, let's have um, it. Okay, so at number five. It's um robot. Oh, oh. Yeah. any particular robot? You know, it's just undisclosed robot. It just has the word robot. That's a. Oh wow. Mm. Excellent. Okay. Uh, at number four, it's a Apple washing up liquid. Oh, I like that one. Mm. Any Tesco brand? It's a Asda. Asda. Mm. Known okay. in the US as Walmart. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at number three. I got no room for any southern scum alive or dead. It's a tiger. <laughs> Just what, a person called tiger? I don't know. It could be tiger bread. It could be tiger balm. could be tiger uppercut. It could be anything, really. Mm. So it could be tiger electronics. I like this new mysterious uh, fruit rankings that they're going for. Mm. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Uh, at number two. So this is the front of nothing. It's uh it's Big Z. Hey from Oasis. Yeah. Big Z. He's made his debut in the fruit rankings. And at number one. It's tangerines. Yes. Moot Booksley. <laughs> they finally made it to number one. They're um, back. They are back. back on top. So, Night of Returns, Oasis, Tangerines. Wolfpack, everyone's back tonight. Uh, Talking of um, Craig's Bar, um, I met a few interesting people at Craig's Bar last night. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I mean, the first one I met, there was this guy basically claimed to be a lemon enthusiast. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. He said he just loves lemons in all forms, um, from straight lemon juice to lemonade to lemon meringue pie. Um, his mission, he said, was to eat the world's supply of lemons. And to be honest, I think he's well on his way from what I saw. Um, he said he's eaten lemons from every country. He's been to and eaten lemons in every single country. Um, and he says he has no plans to stop soon. Um, so that was well, one guy I met. Has he uh, eaten uh Keith Lemon. Probably. If he's Craig's bar clientele, I, I would imagine that's, so. Yeah, that's and true. He was eating a wet wipe when I saw him. So Ah, okay. Uh the next guy, uh ah fuck it. Actually, here's another poem. Would you like another poem? I don't need a <laughs> I don't need a musical bed for this. Um Okay, we're not gonna hear about the other people you met at Craig's bar. No, don't worry about it. Maybe I'll tell you another time. <laughs> okay. So, um here, here's a poem. Uh <laughs> Ted Danson was out for a walk. Um, not the statue, the, the actor. 
Um, when he saw a cloud and had a thought, I could be a cloud, he said out loud. And then he started to rise. He was so high he could touch the sky. And then he started to cry. I'm a cloud, he said with a sigh, but I don't know how to be one. He floated around for a while. Then he started to rain. He was so happy he became a cloud that he forgot he was Ted Danson. There you go. It's a, it's a poem about a cloud. Is that a true story? I don't know. Oh, very, sure. quite tragic, but uh, happy is like like the best comedy. Yeah, exactly. It's a tragic comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I received uh, some sort of audio uh, package in the post today. <laughs> it was a cassette, actually. Um, so do you want to hear it? I don't know what it's uh, all about, but should we? I haven't listened to it, so. Do you want to listen to it? But why not? Okay, here we go. Uh, just press play. Here you can see the safety sensor demonstration for automatic swing doors. Now we have our model walk through the doorway by activating the push pad on the opposite side. The door opens and closes in a normal way. This is a close-up view of the safety sensor located at the top of your door. Now, let's have a look at this in action. Oh. Ah. What the hell was going on there? Was that about swing doors? So I don't know. It was very safe. It sounds like about mm. something about using doors safely. Mm. But a, a good little bit of information, I think. I'm glad. I don't know who sent it to us. It was an, an unmarked package. But um, thank you for whoever sent that to us. It's oh, pretty mysterious. Maybe it was Savvy Ukraine. Mm, or the Shadow Master. Maybe the Shadow Master. Yeah. Oh, I've just got some news in. Um, would you like some extra news? Oh, yeah, always. Okay. Um, so it reads, uh, the popular podcast host, Tom, maybe it's you, um, mm. has been caught bribing the fruit board with secret meats to make oh. tangerines the number one fruit for a record number of times. What? E- Hmm. Um, I'll read on. Um, this was revealed in an independent report, which was commissioned by the Shadow Master. Mm, you mentioned his name, and uh, ask, and ye shall be hmm. revealed. Uh, Tom is furious at the accusations and has denied any wrongdoing. Is that true? Yep. That's yep. I'm waving my Miranda hmm. rights all over the shop. He says that the report is full of lies. And that he has never bribed anyone. Um, this is a developing story, and we will bring you more information as it becomes available. Yep. New information uh, is available. Oh, oh. And it turns out Tom has apologized, claiming, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I won't be oh. bribing anyone anymore. Um, yep. The fruit board members have been released from Tom's basement, and they are now fully, and they have now fully stated that they never felt threatened or concerned in any way, and yep. that they fully support Tom. The, yeah, that's right. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report has been widely condemned by the public, and Tom's reputation has been severely damaged. Um, it is oh. unclear at this stage what the future holds for him or his popular broadcast. Oh. Um, well, yep. 
uh, any any further developments? Is, no, I think that, it's that's turning it. around. That's all it says. Oh. Um. Well, I think it's all. Uh, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and I didn't do anything wrong. Well, there you go then. No problem. I guess problem crisis averted. Good morning. Mm. Um. Well, following that, do you want to hear about the uh, the top three films that are out there at the moment? Have ever been made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Here we go. Top three films of all time. Uh, number three, The Uncontrollable Washing Machine. Mm. So you mentioned Gabby Roslin earlier. This psychological horror stars Gabby Roslin as a washing machine possessed by an evil spirit. Um, the machine goes on a killing spree. And it stars David Arquette nice. as Detective Jack Horse, mm-hmm. and Patricia Arquette as Megan the Lumberjack, mm. uh, Rosetta Arquette as Yum Yum Clarkov, okay, yeah, and Ian McKellen as the Judith. <laughs> nice, uh, very exciting film. Uh, in at number two of our film chart, it's Vince McMahon's mega cool wrestling extravaganza. <laughs> okay. Uh, written, directed, and produced by Vince McMahon, this action-adventure caper sees Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Pat Patterson star as the team of in- as a team of independent wrestlers whose wrestling ring has been stolen. Uh, their quest to find the ring leads them on a hilariously wacky adventure that takes them to India, Nigeria, New Zealand, and England in this epic film that has been described as a modern-day version of the classic "Dude, Where's My Car." Wow, very exciting. Um, and number one, the number one film that's out there right now is Susan. Mm. Um, a real-time 24-hour documentary that follows a day in the life of Susan Jones, a customer service advisor from Ponty Preeth. Nice. The documentary starts with her waking up and having breakfast in her flat and ends uh, with eight hours of her sleeping, uh, during which she appears to have a distressing dream. Throughout the thrilling day, we see her taking customer service calls, ordering a pizza from Domino's, and watching Dancing on Ice repeats on YouTube. As you do. So another Susan. That's three Susans we've heard of from this episode. Like Susan special. Yeah. There you go. And that's the film chart. Spectacular. I'm looking forward to seeing all of those films. And more. Yeah. Mm. Um... And while well, while we're talking about charts, should we go over to our music correspondent? Yeah, to hear the music like a, chart. I, I wouldn't like anything less. Okay, let's go to our music correspondent. Uh, me. Oh, great. Um, let's get a little musical bear together. This. Oh, oh. There we go. Is that a bit better? Let's yep. get a bit quieter. There it's we go. Really loud. Technical difficulties. Here we go. Well, you need something exciting and loud for the kids when you're talking about the music charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here's the top 10 of um, charts in music making. In at number 10, it's Court McGee with Baby, Baby, Baby. I just can't get enough of you, Baby, Baby. You're my favorite, Baby, Baby. Uh, I think oh. that's the song that's playing in the background, actually. Um, yeah. In at number nine, it's the Peter Beardsley Experience with Bulbous Spat- Spatula. Uh, number nice. eight, it's Spleen Dispenser with Binit Majority. Ooh. Uh, number seven, we've got Filthy Sean 
with Porkman's Revenge, and that's the Norman Cook remix. Oh, lovely. Number six, it's Undercooked Allen with Tenderloins. Ooh. <laughs> uh, in at number five, it's the Lush Trousers Society with Drunken Asshole. They're one of my uh, favorite groups, actually. Yeah, very good. Number four, it's Mark Lamar with the theme from Teletubbies. Uh, in at number three, it's the Fruit Boards with Tangerines. Uh, number two, it's Johnny Pancakes with Sloppy Con- Conception. Nice. And in at number one, it is Harry Sandra Jonathan with Fiddler's Cock. It is a great song. The charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Harry Sandra Jonathan with her second uh, number one single in a row there. Mm. No, clearly Sanjay. He hasn't got any new songs out, I guess. Nope. No, I don't think so. I think he's uh, dead, actually. Oh, maybe. Maybe he is. Um, yeah. So I went to um, Switzerland this week with uh, Susan Cow. Oh, um, yeah. On a bit of a, bit of a jaunt. And um, so basically we went to this, this lab. And in this laboratory, um, we traveled to the future. Right. Okay. So we went to basically next week. Uh, well, if you're going to go anywhere, you might as well. Yeah. Next week. Exactly. Um, while I was there, obviously the first thing I did was listen to this episode because. Yeah. So I, I've already heard this episode that we've that we're recording right now. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's tripping me out a little bit. I think it's fantastic. I think it's just <laughs> okay. one of the best ones. Um. So what I did was they were kind enough to let me download it as a as a Og Vorbis file. Oh yeah. Yep. Um and they fed it into an AI machine for me. So this AI machine um is capable of writing stories. So the AI machine listened to our podcast and then wrote um a short story based upon the content. Uh of this episode. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So um, I have the AI story here if you'd like to read it. Okay, so this is a nice little summary of this entire episode, I suppose. Yeah, in a way, a little bit, yeah. Okay, le- yeah, let's hear it. Okay, um, so it reads, uh, There once was a woman who loved pork. Um, she would eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, she loved the taste of pork so much, she decided to open her own pork restaurant. Uh, the woman's pork restaurant was a success. People would come from all over to try her delicious pork dishes. The woman was so happy that she decided to open a second pork restaurant. However, the second pork restaurant was not as successful as the first. The woman became worried and decided to go to the first restaurant to see what was wrong. When she got there, she saw that the pork was rotting. Um, The meat was covered in maggots and the smell was disgustingly. Uh, The woman was so horrified that she ran out of the restaurant screaming, I'm horrified. And then she died of a heart attack and she was never seen again until she rose from the dead as a pork loving zombie. And now she is coming for you with a horde of other pork loving zombies to eat your brains and turn you into one of them. Um, You will all be pork zombies like her and love pork just as much as she does. She said, There is no escape because my pork laser powers can shoot through walls and doors and she will find you and turn you into a pork zombie. Then uh, Ted Danson showed up 
and saved everyone with his kung fu because he's a badass and has a black belt in karate and also because he's Ted Danson and can do whatever the hell he wants. Uh, Ted Danson was crowned ruler of the world and everyone lived happily ever after except for the pork zombies who are still out there somewhere waiting to turn us all into zombies. Um, be careful, they're out there and they are extremely hungry for pork. Ted Danson then died of old age because he's not immortal like the pork zombies. Um, then new metal band Limp Bizkit battled the pork zombies and won because they're just that badass. They played their hit song Rollin' and the pork zombies started headbanging and then they exploded because they couldn't handle the awesomeness of Limp Bizkit. Uh, lead singer Fred Durst then became the new ruler of the world and everyone lived happily ever after the end. And that was written wow. by, uh, that was written entirely by AI. Wow. Mm. I think my favorite bit was about the pork smelling disgustingly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's actually true. This really genuinely was written by AI. Oof. Mm-hmm. What a superb, uh, yeah, a great yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And it I does sum up it, the episode perfectly. It could win a Pulitzer Prize. I think it already has. In the future. In the future, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll travel a little bit further along in the future next time and, and have a look. Mm. Well, should we just go one more time over to Timothy's Ball? See what he's, see what he's got, if he's got to add anything to that. Is, is he going to give us the Susan report? Uh, probably should we go to the Susan report first? Okay. Okay. <laughs> have you have you got the Susan report there? No. Oh, sorry. I thought you had the Susan report. Oh no, I lost the Susan report. I don't have it. Okay. Well, next week maybe we'll have the Susan report. Yeah, perhaps. Um. Let's well, unless Timothy maybe he has got the Susan. Let's see if Timothy Spall has got the Susan report. Let's have. A, let's go and have a look. It's usually got the best kind of drama, drama comedy has that, doesn't it? You know, that great word, bathos, where something, when something that is deeply moving and gets you to cry, and then it just becomes pathetic because somebody's overdone it, or they use the wrong word at the wrong time. Bathos is such a wonderful thing, isn't it? And was, no, yeah. no Susan report from Timothy Spall, sadly. But... Well, it sounded like it to me. I mean, maybe it was. Mm. I think he was talking about Jeff Bezos, was he? Bezos? Was... It was Pathos, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> no, I think he was talking about Jeff Pathos. Jeff Pathos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's that's all from me. That's all from me. There we go. Should we end with um, a special sound? Yeah, I'm going to end it with the, um, the premiere of the uncontrollable washing machine. Oof. Okay. okay. Let's Good. let's have it. Okay. Listen, children, as I tell you the story of the uncontrollable washing machine. Once upon a time, there was a washing machine. It was a happy and peaceful washing machine until one day when Gabby Ruslin came along. The evil bitch had just thrown a fridge at David Dickinson while he was riding his bike, and now she had come back for more carnage. 
the washing machine, who voted for Greenpeace was strutting down the street one day to the tune of staying alive by the Bee Gees, when all of a sudden it was approached by Gabby Ruslin. She wanted the washing machine to become uncontrollable. The washing machine, who voted for Greenpeace, forgot to remain peaceful and loving, but it was no use against the mighty powers of Gabby Ruslin. For the evil bitch had with her her two not quite as evil, but still pretty evil sidekicks, Will Young and Gareth Gage. Oh, the evil singing powers of the two took over the washing machine and turned it into the uncontrollable washing machine. The end. Urinary incontinence. Stay, stay.